pushing buttons and pulling triggers. This is Gun Funny. Welcome to Gun Funny episode 17. Today we're going to chat with Dave Merrill from Recoil Magazine, make a prank call to High Point, and talk about more gift ideas for the holidays. Today's panel is Sean Heron, Lacey Lane, who just adopted a cute little doggy, and I'm Ava Flanell. How's everyone doing today? Good, aside from everything in my house being chewed up. Yeah. I mean, when you steal someone's dog, that's what happens. Yeah, that is. Yeah. Oh, you can have him, but realize that he's going to be 110 pounds in about two more months. See, the problem is that Sean and I recently rescued a dog that was wandering the streets. Yeah. It and happened. we weren't sure what to do with it, so we um, we picked it up. And I was going to bring it home, but it just in case if it had diseases, I didn't want it to be um, near tickles. Yeah, AIDS or something. Yeah, so <laughs> we decided, okay, maybe it has an owner, even though it wasn't wearing a collar. And we decided to uh, to drop it off at the Humane Society, but we did put down a deposit. And we said that if it doesn't get adopted or if it was going to be euthanized, to let us know and we would adopt it. And sure enough, our fucking luck... <laughs> <sighs> so tomorrow <laughs> tomorrow for Hanukkah Sean gets a dog <laughs> nope I happy it, Hanukkah Sean I put it under your name happy Hanukkah bring on the chala mazel tov. Uh yeah so anyway talk about your all time backfires yeah as they say no good deed goes unpunished yes so Tickles is getting a older brother tomorrow. It says there. It says uh, that they estimate him to be six. Okay, so at least he's mature. Maybe he won't chew on things. <laughs> yeah, maybe we'll see. Oh gosh, our lives. Um, so hunt hat gear. Speaking of dogs, <laughs> Jake. <laughs> no, that's that's actually that's that's completely that's spot legit. on, right? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Uh, yes, Jake is actually a dog. So he keeps sending me things in the mail. Um, but he keeps typing stuff on the on the envelopes like AIDS test results, and then on the back it said positive. But it's <laughs> like, awesome. Because, I don't think that's how they do it. Yeah, but it's cool because like our neighbors in our building, um, they want nothing to do with us, and yeah, it actually in the long run he's doing us a favor. Well, I tried to shake that lady's hand and she screamed and slapped you. It was weird. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. So. Lacey, I'm a yeah. horrible friend. I still have not given you your handguard that Jake sent you. Well, but you know what? Happy Hanukkah. Yeah, I'm waiting for tomorrow when it's Hanukkah. And um, I also figured that because you're also in the in the midst of, you know, moving that I'm, I'm probably doing you a favor. I'll hold on to it until you're done moving. That's one less thing to move. Exactly. <laughs> That's what I keep telling everybody that tries to give me things. Yep, exactly. Except um, you took a dog. Yeah. Okay, that was Chad. That was not me. I have a dog, and his name is Chad. Uh, perfect. <laughs> and occasionally tickles. And, and, and we have a Jake. Speaking so, of Jake. So, anyways, um, Dave, have you heard of Huntat Gear? I do not believe I'm familiar with it. It might be one of those things where if I click on the link and I look at it that I've seen before. Are you in California? it's not immediately on my radar. Are you in California? I am not. Oh, okay. I'm not in California. Okay, lucky uh, you. Um, I'd figured because I was like, huh, maybe you guys are neighbors. But uh, Huntack Gear, so they're family owned and operated. They recently launched their V1 series, and um, it basically is uh, a handguard that's uh, skeletonized. They took out any extra parts, material, uh, really nice, sleek design. And then they also have their upper and a uh, a foregrip. And. Um, if you there's a link on the website or on the show notes if you want to click on it but 
Uh, definitely some awesome products. It will make any gun, any AR look look sexy. They do. They they definitely look sexy. They're clever in their in their lightning cuts, and uh, the price is pretty good as well. But look, but even better, our listeners don't pay full price for anything. No, you go to Perkins, half price. <laughs> Is Perkins still around? I don't know. You go to Cracker Barrel, 12% off. Just tell him Gun Funny sent you and I'll video it so we see how that goes. <laughs> yeah, we'll... Uh... Maybe we'll put you on the show. Exactly. Uh, but if you go to Hunt Hack Gear, you can use the code... Sean, what is that code? Gun Funny 15 to get 15% off your entire order. And Which is huge. Check out their hunting stuff. They've got the Orion Chester and all kinds of good stuff. But, you know, enough about Jake... That's all he paid for this show. Let's, Let's talk about Dave and his obsession with tacos. <laughs> Learn the things you never knew on deconstructing the industry. So, Dave, uh, according to your short bio, it says Dave Merrill is a terrible writer, awful photographer abhorrent gun nerd, editor with Requel Magazine, and he loves tacos. All true. All absolutely true. Like Taco Supremes or just Yeah, what the kind of tacos, tacos are we talking about? Yeah. And like, what are you doing tomorrow for Hanukkah? Are you, ta- are you eating tacos? <laughs> well, see, people say, you mean a metaphorical taco? Do you mean like some weird sexual implication yeah, taco? Do I'm you not mean HSGI lie. tacos? Do you mean Taco Bell tacos? And my answer is yes. All of the above. All, All of the above. I like you already. <laughs> <laughs> so tell us about, uh, tell us about yourself. I mean, like, what do you want to know? I guess I'm a, <laughs> I'm, a, I'm on the editorial staff of Recoil Magazine. Um, I've been, started out freelancing back around issue 15. We're going to drop issue 35 at SHOT Show. So, more than half the life of the magazine at this point in time and i am a full-time staff member because they were tired of trying to share me with sharing me with people um i like the esoteric i like the foreign weapons i like anything kind of weird you know regular ars is kind of pedestrian and it's not something you normally see in our pages you're not going to see a regular 556 gun from pretty much anybody if we're going to have it it's going to be something uh new or cool or preferably weird or all of the above um, I, in particular, um, I like AKs, don't know why, and it confuses all my friends and, uh, I'm a sil- I'm like the silencer nerd at work too. So want to talk cans and suppressors and any of that, I'm the guy for that. What's your favorite AK right now? Hmm. Right. You know, I would say that this would be like picking between children, but when you asked parents, like they know. They know oh, yeah, which yeah. Their they say, "Oh, I love them all equally." Bullshit. Yeah, you know, no, they definitely have favorite kids. Uh, so I have to go with the classic uh, Suka, the AKSU seventy four. You know, um, just because the smaller and less practical a gun is, the more people want it for some reason. So I'll just go with the crank. What do you think and- of? The uh, the new design, the new AK. What company was that that we talked about on this uh, weekend, guns? Oh man, I don't even remember. It's uh, uh, it's got pivot pins and uh, I'll look it up. But yeah, they just came out with a a new uh, design for an AK, and it actually looked pretty nice. We'll see if it ever sees the light of day. Yeah, mm, I think I know which one you're talking about, and mm, we'll look it up wanna, here shortly. It came out it came out at shot last year, and I don't know if it ever hit the shelf. The company is called 
and DNO firearms, the DX7 modernized AK. So they made some changes. Uh, all right. Well, sorry to put you both on the spot. Okay. Yeah. Moving on. <laughs> Jeez, all, this Ava, is... way, way to make it wow. awkward. So tell okay. us what, uh, what does your job entail as editor over at Recoil? Uh, well, I uh, mainly I put out fires. So, and the problem with being known for putting out fires is you got to play smoke jumper every once in a while. Um, I do run all of our social media stuff. All that is my domain. Um, and I assign people articles. I, ha- I do ha- I handle articles. We edit stuff. I take photos. I write. I do um, a lot of the Recoil Web stuff, although number one at Recoil Web is Candace Horner. And then we all work on all the magazines. So we have uh, five full-time editorial staff and then a couple contributing editors. And we all kind of do it, do it all, basically. Wow. So, so it's actually a pretty small staff considering uh, for such a large, you know, like well-known magazine. Yeah, um, absolutely. I'm super proud of the stuff that we put out. And uh, I know that there are other places that have 10 times the staff and they put out something 1% as good as ours, I think. Maybe not 1%. Obviously, I'm going to be the company man. Like, <laughs> we're the best. But I, I really do think we put out good product. What is your so. background, um, and what made you decide to to pursue the career that you that you are that you have now? Like many people, I had no direct plan of where I ended up. You told me six years ago I'd be doing this full time, and I would have I would have called you a liar. Uh, kind of the, the military kind of gave me the bug for guns. I didn't I did not grow up shooting. Um, my parents weren't anti gun; they just I couldn't afford them and there was no place for them to shoot. So I, uh, my first like personally owned gun was after I was already in the military. Um, I kind of caught on to it. Then it kind of, uh, I don't know, grabbed me. Mm-hmm. And then um, when I was an instructor in the military, it just snowballed. And I got out. Um, I started doing that, uh, hey, let's teach tactical classes crap like everyone was doing at the time. And I started writing because people just show up to classes with like god awful gear configurations and i said well let's do some stuff about maybe read this before you come to class maybe read this and it was just some stuff online and then i started getting approached about hey do you want to get paid to do this and i'm like well i like money you know <laughs> I, I like money and then like cocaine and that costs money so <laughs> I, I did that when i was in college uh and when i was in college i did professional uh testing and evaluation for companies and what that mostly meant was me telling them their stuff was hot garbage and then arguing with an engineer for about two hours about something and um post-college it just i decided to try well like you know what let's just do writing full-time and then that eventually led into being an editor in uh, the best damn gun magazine that's out there. So kind of a meandering path. You know, I don't know many people that start out that don't know anything about guns. They go, I just want to, I want to work with guns. It's Mm. just one of those things. Yeah. Yeah. I would be one of those. Yeah, me too. I was like, yeah, (laughs) it all sounds very familiar. So that, uh, that eventually brought you to breach bang clear. Uh, tell us about that experience. Uh, yeah, that I was there for, uh, a few years, I was the managing editor at Breach Bank Clear for a year and a half. Um, and then we had a formal kind of separation right at the beginning of the year is when they, there was a lot of overlap between that and recoil and that, that kind of got scalpeled away. 
And I still like the crew over there. A lot of different people over there, but still certainly have friends over there. And I wish them the best of luck in their endeavors, even though we're not with them anymore. Right. So how do you choose uh, what to cover, what topics? And um, has there ever been a time that you were requested to cover a certain a firearm, a product, whatever, and you weren't the biggest fan of it, but you had to possibly, you know, write about it in a more positive light? Well, this is actually a, it's a two-part question. Which one do you want me to talk about first? Well, probably the first one that I asked. <laughs> no, well, okay. So how do we choose our content? We, we, we're all crazy gun nerds, and we, we're, that's, this is what we do for a living, right? Live, eat, and breathe it. And we also have a lot of um, friends at companies, and that just kind of comes with it. And so we will absolutely get first looks at things and say, hey, we're developing this. Do you guys want to come look at it? And then it's just st- other times it's stuff that either we think is cool, so we think our readership will think it's cool, um, or it's something that uh, that people are seeming to find relevant. And so in addition to introducing new things to people, we also like to talk about, of course, what people want to see you know my number one concern all the time is user experience and reader experience i want them to enjoy reading what they're reading which is to my second point have i been asked to review things that i thought were dumb yes and do i say positive things about it absolutely not um and i think and i know that that is not the case for a lot of other publications Mm. our advertising section and our editorial section are separate never never shall the two meet and it drives our ad guys absolutely nuts drives them insane because i wish i could give you the exact dollar amount but i know it's uh tens of thousands of dollars of ads we lost because of stuff that we wrote Mm -hmm. and um the fact is, if, if this was like a toy collecting magazine or if it was about, I don't know, makeup or toasters or anything, then I can understand the shilling. But when we're talking about things that someone may read and then take your recommendation and it could save their life, uh, I got I, I got a severe case of fuck that when it comes to lying about things like that. Mm-hmm. Like you want good copy? make good product and uh just recently i was talking to someone about a product and i said oh you guys have this new thing and i don't think we've ever had you in the magazine and he's like yeah no no you ha- i haven't been in the magazine and then he's his next his very next question to me was how much how many ads do i have to buy before you'll cover my stuff and i said not one penny dude no not at all and dealing with other companies and outlets that hasn't been the case um i'm not going to name names but I can tell you, I know a dollar amount that will give you the cover of one of our competitive magazines, as well as a six to eight page feature that is all positive. You can buy good reviews. You can't do that with us. It drives our ad guys crazy. Part of the reason we can get away with that is that um, Recoil, we're owned by the Enthusiast Network, which is now a Discovery Channel like property. There's a weird third company that happened earlier this year, but it's pr- uh, predominantly automotive. They have 32 automotive titles and 200 brands, and we are the gun experiment. So, if we write something bad about whatever company and they say we're dropping the ads, they can drop them because I don't care if another Rim ad or some something like that goes into the magazine. 
So, and I will say that um, sometimes people see an ad right alongside an article or in that same issue, and it looks like that you know they bought their way in, whereas in fact they since we're covering them, then they want to buy ads in our magazine. So it's kind of the opposite of how the other ones go. So um, I can't think of anything that I've written that has been entirely positive. We like to call people out on their bullshit. So who would you say the it's dem- not good? I like to say it. Sorry, who would you say the demographic is uh, for Recoil? Uh, I mean, it's pretty easy. It's pretty obvious to look at it. We're definitely a younger demographic, um, you know, 20 to 40. So and even even beyond that, because they want to, you know, no one wants to look at a magazine and feel like you're an old person anyway. Right. And uh, I don't think we have a single writer regular contributor that is one of the old guard gun writers you know gun site jeff cooper 1911 because they don't make a 46 kind of thing right and that was and that was on purpose from the outset which is part of the reason that i was able to write for recoil they kind of took a chance on me and then it turns out um it turns out i'm not as bad as i thought or there our standards are low i'm not sure which but (laughs) someplace it falls in there one of these things yeah. So you mentioned but, earlier that uh, that you don't really put a whole lot of AR-15 stuff, you know, regular 5.56 stuff. So how do you kind of justify that, considering that it is America's rifle right now? Everyone loves them. They're for sale everywhere. You can buy them everywhere. But then you guys don't necessarily cover them a whole lot. Is it just because you don't need to or, you know, is it a is it was it a choice or? Well, you know, I would say that it is a it is a choice because, yes, there are different AR companies out there that are doing minor small different things but unless it is something unique that we can have something that we can add value to our readers because if if i if it's just one of the hundreds and thousands of companies that are lets us we have a roll mark and we drop ship and assemble from brownells and send it out what is compelling about that you know, so one that we covered, actually, I covered, I think it's in our current issue, uh, was the Master of Arms Enyo, and they did a lot of weird in that gun. I mean, and it put all together, it was like kind of like a concept car, but there's a lot, there were a lot of things in there that made it different. They had adjustable reciprocal weights in their bolt carrier groups. They had a crazy, they took a Faxon Firearms Ultralight, made it thinner, and then made like a pressure fitting with the carbon fiber handguard to increase stiffness. They were using ten, um, a, a proprietary product called Tenalum to make their ultralights. They were doing things that were different. And most of these places are same parts, you know, different handguard, different roll mark. And so if we're going to cover it, it has to be something different, something that you're not going to see all the time. So like the Skelly X11 in our current issue. Mm-hmm. I I personally like the weird stuff. When we hit the AK issue, issue 26, that was the my favorite one to do because we covered a lot of the untraditional stuff and it wasn't a special issue. It was just like, here you go. So there, I, basically, there's more to the world than AR-15s. We only have so much space. Mm-hmm. And so we will cover the uh, kind of the, the stranger ones that's one of the things I love about recoil. Uh, I do subscribe and, uh, oh, well, thank you. Yeah. It, it is one of the things I love about it is you see things that you don't see every day. So, you know, as a reader, I don't get bored because I'm always kind of interested in what you guys are talking about. So and we also try to write it in a way that's, that's entertaining. And, uh, in particular, 
especially since I became editorial, I have more leeway. I love putting, I call them Ianisms because Ian, our editor in chief, is rather bombastic. And I love putting a line, like in a recall TV video, he said that something was more fun than a hammer and a bag full of kittens. And that kind of, that kind of humor we're allowed to have in there. And I I make a reference to, this is in the Enyo article. Did you read the Enyo article? I haven't been through the whole magazine yet. All right. Well, okay. Here's an example. Have you ever done something you've immediately regretted? Maybe it was just one too many tacos at Dollar Taco Night. Or perhaps it was engaging in unprotected intercourse with a sex worker in Southeast Asia. Unintentionally removing the locking screw of the adjustable gas block falls somewhere in between those two situations. (laughs) Nice. So I don't think you're going to see that in the Old Man magazines. We've got a lot of stuff like that. Although they do put asterisks on my uh, swear word since Walmart start p- picked us up a couple years ago. That's so. fair. That's fair. <laughs> so there's a common thread that we often hear uh, print media is dying. Is this true? I would say yes and no. I mean, well, so Harris Publications went under, you know, a year and a half ago. Uh, a company called Anthlon came in and got four of their titles. Um, there's this people kind of say oh there's new media and like what we're doing right now and there's old media and i say bullshit there's media it is forever changing it's not new and old and new media is no more or less likely to be bought out and paid for by advertising and sponsorships sometimes even more so when it's like a production on a shoestring so what we see is print media that people don't trust starts going away i think there's probably a place for what i call a magalog it's a magazine that's just a catalog for products as long as it, they're upfront about that now we have found that our print audience and our online audience and our recall tv audience and then like our social audiences are all different and there is still something nice about picking up a physical magazine and taking it with you we find that especially true in airports uh we're in 32 countries. I'll have to check with our distro guys, but I was in Santiago, Chile and found a recall magazine in their airport. And because you, you, you go, you pick up a Newsweek, you pick up an economist, you pick up a recoil and you get on the airplane, but there's that tactile feel. So if you've ever felt one of our magazines, even the cover feels super high quality, has that texture and that's why we've been the number one newsstand selling gun magazine for a long time. Yeah. Because you, you see it, you pick it up, and then you go, oh, you know you're buying something high quality with it. The last the last time I actually bought a recoil magazine was in the airport. Do you remember that? <laughs> we were yeah. traveling to uh, probably Illinois, I think. <laughs> probably. And, uh, and I was reading it, and I had a Bloody Mary. I had a few Bloody Marys, and then... A lot of the Bloody Marys. <laughs> Uh-oh. And then, what do you know? Sean spilt a Bloody Mary all over the magazine, all over my lap. Yeah. And, uh, Fun times. Yeah. And we took a picture of it, and we put it on social media, and everyone thought I threw up on myself. And we, we perpetuated that for a long time. Uh, you know, speaking of, like, the different demographics, so I, I do subscribe to Recoil, but I do the digital version. I, do, I don't do the print version. That way I can read it, and, you know, if the Bloody Mary gets spilled on my phone... I can just read it on my laptop, so it's not a big deal. But yeah, I I love the content, but 
I love the fact that you guys offer it, uh, you know, in a digital format that I can look at it on any device that I have. So it's like, it's kind of, for me, it's best of both worlds. Yep, absolutely. And then, you know, then we have the web content that is, we have, we'll put some of our print stuff up there, but then we have our own independent stuff and they've been kicking news out for a little while. Candace Horner is our new web editor and she's doing a bang up job. Uh, she's just great at it. So she's definitely not there as a token female for sure. Like if you know anything about her, she knows her shit. So awesome. What is the gun lifestyle? The gun lifestyle? I mean, yeah, because it says everywhere, uh, gun lifestyle. Uh, some of your social media is recoil, um, firearms lifestyle. Uh, you guys talk about this lifestyle a lot. Uh, you know, how does that how does that differ? How does it set you guys apart? And really, what is the gun lifestyle? Well, you know, it's a lifestyle magazine, which means it's kind of all facets of and stuff that goes around with it, which is why we get away with having ads about or not ads ads we had an article about moonshine we've i just did one on pipe smoking kind of like man stuff we've done cigar things uh candace did a whole moonshine testing stuff so it's everything that kind of goes around gun stuff without being necessarily gun stuff all right i mean so guns knives and it's not like tactics rah 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 you know right you know not everything has to be uber tactical three percenter fight the government you know whatever like it's totally awesome to have just the gun you like to shoot and stuff with it so we kind of that's kind of our our look at it we don't take ourselves too seriously but we uh, do our damnedest to not put out bad information right so speaking of lifestyle i was on your website and i saw that you guys came out with the new carnivore magazine yes can you tell us a little bit about that magazine and its content Okay, yeah. A recoil carnivore was something we made that because hunting magazines were all the same. Horn porn, you know, holding the antlers up and using forced perspective and look at this big animal I shot. And the same kind of stuff over and over. And much for the same reason that recoil and concealment were made, we made we wanted to make a hunting magazine that we actually wanted to read. And um, so we don't have trophy shots. We have a lot about eating. And I think Ian said it best that what we like the most about an animal with big antlers or horns is that it generally corresponds to a larger piece of meat. And so we're big on that and bringing in like some of the field to table chefs. And we'll see that in every issue. And it's what's I'm having a good time with it because I am not um, an amazing hunter. Right. I shoot, I backpack, and then they went, you know what the combination of shooting and backpacking is, Dave? I'm like, what? Backcountry hunting in the mountains. So I got to go do that. And then I think a lot of our readers kind of fall into that demographic too. A regular recoil reader that is not a I'm out every day at deer season might pick up our magazine before someone else's. And um, we wanted to make sure we just had beautiful imagery, nice narratives. And so... And a hunting magazine that even if you're you're not a hunter, you're hunting curious that you can read and enjoy. Very awesome. I like it. Can't wait to check it out. Oh, um, have you not seen? Did you not pick up Carnivore One? I haven't yet. No. Okay. Well, you can order it. It's off the shelves now, but we'll be doing another one in the spring as well. And we've got a lot of great content for that. Awesome. So. So, uh, two last questions. So, what is it that you love and hate about the firearm industry? All right. Well, I will start with 
So I want to end in a positive, so I'll start with what I hate then. Okay, perfect. Um, I don't like the perceived exclusiveness of the firearms community. I don't like how the stereotype is a fat old white guy who maybe is a little racist, and he's definitely a Republican. I don't like that So people who look like Sean. I was like, did you just fucking describe me? (laughs) Were were you looking right at me when you said that? (laughs) I mean... And, you know, here I am, a mid-30s white dude talking about guns, right? But um, I think that's like the, that's kind of the perception. And then in some places, that's actually kind of how it is. Mm-hmm. And um, I went to one uh, competition years ago, and then they had these targets, and someone put an Obama T-shirt on, like, the shoot target. And I went, I'm not shooting that. Yeah. And they're like, why not? I'm like, because there is an image of our president on, no, I'm not shooting that. And uh, my, a couple other people said the same thing. And then they, grumbling, these guys took it down and put like a regular T-shirt on this target. I mean, so, yeah, I hate the perceived inclusiveness of it or exclusiveness of it. And um everything that goes along with it the fact is that the second amendment is a fundamental civil right it is for everybody so man woman trans black gay asian doesn't matter the second amendment is absolutely for everyone Uh, what i do love about the gun community is i like the camaraderie um i i like how sometimes we can look at someone in their gear and be a snob and judge about how good of a shooter they're going to be and it actually holds true (laughs) a lot of the time very often um i like that we always kind of promote um personal responsibility and defense and taking responsibility for your own defense um and i like the people most of them at least i've met a lot of fantastic people in the industry and all and we're all joined by, uh, you know, by guns. I think one of the better gun places I've been on the internet was one that didn't allow you to talk about religion or politics, and then there'd be a, but it was only about guns. And so there would be a ultra make America great again conservative dentist discussing. LPVO, low power variable optics, with a uh, trans man from Wisconsin, and it was great. And so it it allows you to meet and interact with people you normally wouldn't. So it, it's we're not perfect. We need to uh, we need we need more people in general. And I think it's just that that perception that it's just for like fat old white dudes is what's uh, it is going away. It is slowly going away, but I don't like that part of it. Agreed. So. Mm-hmm. And the Obama shirt thing, that, that is well said. I've been saying that for years. I completely 100% agree. You don't have to love the man, but you have to love the office. Mm-hmm. All right. Can you hang out with us for a little bit? Or do sure. You have to, do you have to I thought leave? you said you guys were going to ask me hard questions here. I didn't have... <laughs> I, I, I well, told you one of them was going to be... I had to be diplomatic on, and you wouldn't know which one, or wasn't. I know. I was expect, wondering so. which, what, which, which one. You was can me, you can hit me up off the air on that one. <laughs> and I'll let you know. But I think honestly, the the whole good review for you know, have you ever had to do that? 
And I, I love that you asked that question because I can answer it honestly. And I have um, I have a lot of friends in other publications, and I've heard some stories that make my skin crawl in regards to some of that stuff. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm really thankful that we have the automotive and the outdoors industry and everything else like that. So we're not beholden to gun companies. So if you look at our current issue of concealment, I kind of call Remington out. Uh, for promoting the TAC-14 as a good home defense weapon. It's not. Mm -hmm. It's not. I said, if you're the kind of person that thinks a Taurus judge is a perfect CCW, boom, this is your perfect home defense gun, too. That's a hashtag sick burn. (laughs) Yeah. No, and I completely agree with you because you are giving people advice on stuff that they could use for protection. And it's not like... You know, okay, well, if you don't buy this frying pan and, you know, it, it doesn't cause, you know, you're not going to burn the house or, well, you're not going to burn dinner. It's, it, you are giving people advice that could make or break, you know, um, a really bad situation. So I completely agree with that. Um, and actually, that- even recently, I just got into an argument with a, a company that sent me products that <laughs> I did not want to review. They can suck it. And they've been constantly hounding me, like, have you, you know, have you wrote, have you, uh, posted any pictures yet or have you looked at our products and i hate it no because it's trash and i just asked him i was like can i just send this back because i'm not i'm not even gonna talk about it it's i wouldn't put it on my gun i wouldn't want anyone else to put it on their gun and i'm not supporting the company so and they're and the fact that they're like hounding me about it is freaking annoying so i'm like just send me your address and i'm sending it back well something else that they like to try to do with us is can we see it before it goes out nope and we go Mm -hmm. no You have no editorial purview. Now, what we have done before is if it's something very technical and new, uh, they will see uh, like, can you check this for technical error? And then invariably the marketing guy tries to rewrite it. And I was like, no, no, (laughs) you don't understand. You have no editorial decision making in this whatsoever. I don't have a problem with sponsored content. We've had like special inserts in our magazines and whatnot. I don't have a problem with that because it's clearly labeled as sponsored content and it's set aside. So as long as it's it's where people make an advertorial and they call it a review is what drives me nuts. And there's a couple of easy ways to figure out if it is a, a paid advertorial. And one of the ways is, is anything negative said at all? How even handed how even handed is this? And there are companies that do give gun magazines reviews that their marketing people run that they have run. And I know because I've been sent the same stuff. And I go, no, that's not how we work. So, all right. Well, yeah. So, talking about quality, uh, should we should we talk about some high points? I think so. Let's uh, (laughs) let's do our prank calls. It's time for Prank Calls with Malcolm and Gertrude. Honey! Thank you for calling High Point Firearms. Hello, High Point. Uh, Yes, hello. My name is Malcolm, and I've been having a problem with my firearm, and I was just hoping that someone could be able to help me out with that. Okay, let me let you talk with the tech. Hold Uh, on. Thank you. Hello, how can I help you? Uh, yes, hello, my name is Malcolm, and I've been having uh, a little bit of trouble with my firearm. I was just hoping you guys had some advice for me. All right, what's going on? Uh, what's your 
What do you got? It's happening pretty much every time I take it to the range. Uh, I, I take it and I go and I, I get up to the lane and everything. Get, I get ready. I load it and uh, I get ready to shoot it. But every single time, people are making fun of me and I it just I don't understand why. Like it shoots like great for me, but I don't understand why everyone is always making fun of me for it. What's the gun doing? It's not. It's shooting. It's just fine. I, why people just hate me because of the gun, and I'm not. I'm just trying to figure out what's going on. So your gun is shooting fine. Yes, but they're, right? they're saying that something's wrong with the with the high point, and they're making fun of me for it. Uh, like, I'm getting bullied, and I just don't understand why, and I was hoping that someone from the company might be able to tell me what's going on. Because our prices are lower, that, you know. That's the only reason. We can make it a damn good gun. Yeah, well, so. I agree. I mean, I shoot it all the time. I just I don't understand the bullying. So they're bullying me because the gun is inexpensive? Yeah, they're probably shooting six hundred dollar Glocks, aren't they? Or uh, Smith and Wessons. I don't really know. This is my first gun, so I'm not too I'm not too uh, knowledgeable about those kind of things. But is there some kind of advice that you could give me as to help me stop this bullying? Yeah, put up a target and out shoot them. I mean, I feel like I'm pretty much already doing that. Um, so yeah, that's the only, you know, shut them up, you know. Yeah, I, I I guess I understand that, but it's like it's really affecting my life right now, and it's it's making me not even want to go to the shooting range. Is there something about the product that maybe I could tell them that will get them just to leave me alone and shut up? It's it's a well manufactured gun, okay. just at a lower price for the lower class. You know, I mean, uh, for the people that don't make as much money, you know, that's what they made it for. Yeah, no, that that totally makes sense to me. So, and that that definitely describes me. I'm on a fixed income. I don't have a lot of money. So when I go to the range, uh, I I do like to enjoy myself. And gosh, it's just it's been going on for so long, and I just don't understand. So, uh, I mean, should I like hit them with it, or just like just try to ignore it, or I, and what's your warranty like if I do damage yeah. it? Well, it's a it's a lifetime warranty on the gun. I mean, we we stand behind them on hundred percent. You know. All right, that's great. Uh, but yeah, just uh, just go out there and out shoot them, and you know, I mean, it's what you need to do. All right, sir, I will definitely do that. I'll I'll keep all that in mind, and uh, if I do break it, I just call this number, and we'll be fine. Yeah, yeah. All right, mm-hmm. thank you very much. I appreciate it. No problem. Bye bye. Bye. That is an amazing phone call. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> Full disclosure here is that I actually don't hate high points. I actually own two high points. I, I think they get a bad rap because they're ugly and heavy, and but they they run just fine. So I, I'm I'm okay with that. They run just fine. Yeah, and they're for the lower class people. <laughs> yeah, and I think they hit their marketing their their uh, 2018 marketing slogan right there: uh, lower cost for the lower class. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> you know, last time I I'm getting a weird echo. Uh, over here, it sounds all right. Yeah. Okay. L- last time, I'm, I'm it's so hard to ears. talk when you have an echo. Last time I called High Point because we actually were calling them for something, and when when I identified myself, and I said, "Hey, I'm Dave Merrill with Requel Magazine," and they said, "Oh," and then they just hung up the phone. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Be- because we did do a review of the High Point C9, and there's a beautiful like burst shot of ian doing like a full-on fastball pitch yeah, with it a tomahawk and it produced, yeah the, the best group of the day actually out of it and uh so since then they won't work with us 
shocker, but uh, yeah. sorry, I'm pretty sure after this they blocked our number. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I kind of wish that some other companies would block our number. <laughs> uh, anyway, that was funny, and he caught himself. But man, the lower cost for the lower class that was that was that was tough. <laughs> but yeah, once again, customer service super nice, and uh, yeah, there, they, there you they have never it. hang up on us. Yeah, well, and they're about uh, forty-five minutes north of me. So. Nice. Yeah, I remember. Uh, I remember the kerfluffle over throwing the tomahawk throw of the high point. That was it. Was pretty awesome. Yeah, we reposted semi recently, and then we got a bunch of a bunch of hate mail about it. But we get hate mail about everything. If, so yeah. if you don't get hate mail, you're not doing uh, it right. That's what I was just gonna say. And I'll yeah. tell you this, man, if you want hits on on social media, you just have to post something about a high point because then it's like everyone who hates it and everyone who loves it and they battle and it, it out just, in the comments yeah. and it trips all the algorithms and makes it popular. Did you see what we did to the compensated 380? I believe so. We had an RMR on it yes. and then extended sights and an X300U on it and still had its evidence control number from when I bought it for $105 from a local shop. It was a Columbus police seizure, drug seizure from 2013. And when I finished it, I put it in a plastic bag because I want that, I, you know, the traditional evidence control number on that high point gun. Totally. It was fantastic. I would put but that in it, a shadow box and like hang it on the wall. <laughs> it's it's in a Ziploc bag uh, thrown in the back of my safe right now. So Perfect. fantastic. <laughs> or that too. I mean, that's fine. <laughs> All, All right. right. Should we continue our uh, wonderful chat about holiday gifts? Tactic Talk. Discussing popular guns and gear. Love it? Hate it? Find out now. All right. So last week we gave you guys some ideas on what to get uh, that special someone. And we decided to continue with that thread. Uh so first thing is the Never Enough Tactical Box, and I just got mine this week. Um, super awesome content. So I get the Elite Box, and this box included, Sean, do you remember? Because you were like I do. crying about it, and you're like, why can't they include me? And I was just like, you know, probably because they want like cool people representing you know, represent yeah, their yeah. stuff. Yeah, no, that could be. I do remember exactly what was in that box. You had the uh, Kydex wallet from Little Gat. You had the pouch from First... Elite first aid. Elite first aid. The the like IFAC pouch. Uh, nothing in it. Just the the external pouch. Uh, you had the Karambit from Five Eleven. You had the Bullseye Target Systems camera system, and that thing that uh, the multi purpose uh, handle. Multi- Multis. Yeah. The that dra- I might the, have to use now when I adopt that dog. The drag handle. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just drag it down the street. Yeah, but their elite item was the uh, the bullseye, the camera. Um, system that it was by what gsm outdoors yeah, yeah and basically you can set it up where it looks like kind of like a an ammo can you have it pointed at your target and you can program it so that on your phone or your ipad you can see your hits from 300 yards away and honestly everything in this box is is like i have not been disappointed with any of the contents um it is a little pricey they have three different levels so they have the basic the advanced the elite but the stuff that you get in it is uh, definitely pretty cool. 
unlike most subscription boxes, you actually do not need to have a subscription to. So you can actually buy just for one month or you can subscribe. And if you do so, you save a little bit of money that way. But if you're trying to figure out what to get that certain someone and they're adventurous, they like guns, um, I would say, you know, maybe look into Never Enough Tactical because they do have some pretty cool stuff and uh, you can buy their boxes. Um, you could even buy the exact box that I got, I believe. So, yep, they're pretty cool. And every every one of them that you've gotten, I've been jealous. So yeah. that's why I steal. <laughs> it's all right. I steal from you, too. Uh, I know, <laughs> except you just like literally take it right out of my wallet. So that's awkward. OK, we're not talking about your your money. OK, Oh, wait, what, do, what, what else do you steal? Oh, okay. Isn't that what you have your high point for anyway, Sean? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm going to hit you with it. Uh, next is the Gun Funny Apparel, which Lacey is representing right now. Wait a that minute. That wasn't intentional. Is this shilling? I feel like it's shilling. It was not intentional. <laughs> Did Gun Funny pay for advertising? <laughs> I don't know. Did Gun Funny? Yes. <laughs> I, don't, I didn't get a check. <laughs> Wait, what? So let me see. Which one are you wearing? It says uh, gun funny. Sorry, sorry. not sorry. Uh, we have uh, we have a bunch of shirts on our website, actually. We have ones. Uh, we just came out with one that is the American flag, and it says 2AAF. And uh, one listener said, oh, is that 2A Ava Flanell? No, it, it's <laughs> as fuck. <laughs> yeah. But that's really cool that my initials and, uh, you know. Yeah. And as fuck are the same. Yeah. <laughs> it seems very fitting. I think so. Uh, another company that I just recently saw is Weapon Techs, and they offer, it, it comes in this big box, and it's a huge cleaning kit, and it has literally anything and everything that you would use to clean your gun. Um, I'd say the only thing that it was missing, actually, was like the brushes, right? Uh, everything else. It didn't have any bore brushes, and it didn't have any uh, oil or solvent or anything like that. Yeah, but I kind of like that it didn't have that. Allows because, you to use whatever you want. Yeah, that way, um, but it came with everything else that you'd use to clean it, and the price point on it is pretty great. It's yeah. only, it's under $28. Well, and supposedly it'll last a year. It comes with like plastic sheeting and... Uh, garbage bags. Garbage uh, bags, gloves, two sets of gloves. A bunch of picks. Yeah. At first thought, I was like, this is weird. But then once I started looking into it, I was like, that's kind of cool, actually. Uh, for someone who just... You know, especially someone who's new or even someone who just doesn't want to be bothered with buying all the different stuff. Or if you have a ton of guns, if you have, you know, for somebody who has like handguns, long guns, uh, who wants to buy, you know, and it just it all kind of comes into this one little kit. So yep. uh, the price point was really, really nice. Um, they did actually when I talked to the company, uh, they're offering listeners 10 percent off if you use Elite Firearms, that code. But like I said, 28 bucks, you can't beat the price as is. And then the last thing is Valkyrie Dynamics. They're 1911 grips. If you have, uh, for all those 1911 lovers out there, um, I'm, a pre I'm a huge fan of their Cobra and Hive skeletonized grips. I think they look really cool. They do. Skeletonize everything. Yeah, you, I know. Uh, you look really good for your age. I have to say, I did not think you were over 60 years old. So... Is he talking to me? Yeah, he's talking to you because you love 1911s. I was like, I was like, oh yeah, thanks. I'm in my 30s. It's the skincare that I just started using because they don't make a 46. <laughs> exactly. They actually do, but you know. Have you have you seen or have you seen their grips, Valkyrie Dynamics? Mm, uh, I think I have. I'm sure. 
and yeah, I'm just I'm just kind of poking fun at it. And then actually, I just got sent a new 1911, and then Ian said, "Well, I look forward to the amount of snark that you bring." And then, of course, I'm sitting here with a 1981 Browning High Power next to me. So I mean, right? Come on. <laughs> but yeah, these are fun. Uh, I do like the grips. If you have a 1911, if you like 1911s, if you're over 75 years old, definitely check these out. No, I'm just kidding. They actually they take the 1911 and they make it cool and hip for the young kids. Definitely, and they also sell these muzzle brakes too. Yeah. So it just and and they're super affordable. I think um, you can get the grips themselves are um, there's some on there that are like fifty dollars. Yeah, the copper ones. To, the copper ones that I really like are a hundred bucks. Which okay, yeah. I get it. Yeah, they're. I mean, they're cool. So, um, what would you, Dave? What would you say for people that are looking to shop for, um, you know, a loved gun one. fans? Yeah, people that like guns. What would you add to the holiday list? Well, yeah, it's a good question. You know, I've long since given up on long since given up on asking my family for anything gun related. I feel that the longer you're doing this, the more particular you get about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um man, a gift a gift certificate to a a class would actually be phenomenal for a lot of people, especially someone that's not, you know, especially a basic class or someone that's just getting into it. If you could get some kind of deal with that, that'd be just great. Even if it's just a basic local class, that's, we all like to talk about all the big names and everything, but your local instructors can do a whole lot as long as you've seen good reviews and stuff for them. Um, yeah, I mean, I, see, I, I shy away from giving accessories away and, and stuff like that. Then optics gets a little personal mm-hmm. uh, for a lot. Of, and then holsters. So, yeah, class would be kind of my number one thing Yeah, we'd... for that. Or a piece of steel. Uh, Champion has um, a whole line of inexpensive uh, steel targets now. Like just AR-500, you can take to the range and put them down. And that's always fun if you have a range that allows you, allows you to do that. And some electronic ear pro, if they don't have it, is always a pretty decent one to do. I'm not saying buy everyone Comtech 4s because that's like Christmas, Hanukkah, and two birthdays, you know, <laughs> and that would cover the cost of those. But, you know, the, the Howard lights um, are probably, I would call the lowest level of acceptable it's like the 380 of electronic ear pro and they're like $35 on Amazon right now. Exactly. So all good stuff. And, uh, I would like night vision. You know what I would also add is probably rubber dummies. Yeah. I was thinking that actually I'm a huge fan of those. Yeah. They're pretty cool. All right. So we got uh, a lot of reviews this week, but we've decided that we're only going to be reading two at a time for the time being. Yep. So Sean, why don't you read the two reviews that we got? Alrighty then. Five stars from Hess 90 Very entertaining. Love the show. Very informative gun information. But on the lighter side, Ava and Sean are hilarious. You will not be disappointed by this show. P.S. Lazy LOL. No, it doesn't say that. <laughs> it's all right. Jake will write me another review. I'm ah, good with it. it. <laughs> Thank you, R.Y. Hess. Uh, and then five stars by The Fish, the F1SH. Uh, a play on words. Fun show, and the name is great. It's a play on unfunny, but with the G because they talk about guns, and they try really hard to be funny. Is this actually positive, or is this just... <laughs> yeah, seriously. Uh, this, is a, this is a subtle diss. The prank calls are great until the host and her whipping boy... What the... 
<laughs> fall into their squeaky Yiddish Jew accents. It gets a bit weird. Like when you, is this five stars? Yeah, it is. Like when you hear a British actor do an American accent and you don't know they're British, but then hear them in an interview with their normal accent. And then everything they say in their American accent sounds really grating. Otherwise, it's a great show to listen to, too, when the holidays roll around and all the good podcasts you listen to go on hiatus or play reruns. Keep up the good work. All right. Well, I guess it's cool that it was five stars, but fuck you. (laughs) Hey, you know that list that we started making where we don't choose them as winners? Yeah. Yeah. Let's put let's put this guy in that in that list. All right. Perfect. (laughs) Did we pick a winner this week? Yeah, it's Rye Hess. 90. Oh, nice. Yeah, I just picked it. Oh, perfect. Because yes, he didn't diss us. Awesome. And he's and he said, Ava and Sean are hilarious. And all that, right. So uh, Rye Hess, contact us. You won. And uh, you know what? Let's give away a T-shirt. What? Yeah. Contact us and let us know your size and your address. And we'll send you a shirt of your choice from gunfunny.com. Who's paying for this? You are. That's how you steal from me. Now <laughs> no. I figured it out. Okay. Got I it. mean, so really, I am, but deep down, you are. Uh, I don't understand that, and honestly, I don't even want to know. Okay, wrapping up. Hey, if you're interested, you can find us at gunfunny.com, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, iTunes, Snapchat, all those different things. I promise if you join the Snapchat, I will send you pictures of my junk. Uh, it's it's like a daily thing. Don't worry about it. Um, <laughs> okay, he's lying. Usually, it's mostly it's mostly Snapchats of tickles. <laughs> that, okay, that's fair. But again, just check us out on all those links. And uh, Dave, thank you so much. Uh, you can find them everywhere that fine gun lifestyle content. But what if somebody wants to find Dave specifically? Or Dave. they want to be introduced to his family? Or they want to know what his dog's name is? Well, I am on Instagram as Dave underscore FM. There are a couple of Tumblr pages that have dedicated themselves to pictures of me smoking pipes, which are kind of weird is but there macawana in them find them if you want and um what's that is there macawana in them <laughs> no 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 just regular tobacco pipes but yeah i i discovered one had fan fiction and one of my friends tried to read it to me it was he's like well it's a, it's about you i mean but it's not you so that's so like, weird yeah you know i it, it makes me feel good knowing i have a career if like you know, we go under. I get fired for talking the way I talk. So I can I can get into weird fetishes. I yeah, guess blowing pipes. Got it. There, there you go. Wow. All right. Okay. So and then so they can find you there on Instagram. And mm-hmm. for people who want to uh, read uh, the magazine, where could they find Recoil? All right. Well, they can find Recoil in. Um, well, hell, we're in Walmart. Uh, Barnes Noble is always a safe bet, especially for our special issues like concealment. We are in the Google Play Store, the Amazon Store, the iTunes Store, and Zinio is another way that you can get our app. And then we can go to recoilmagazine.com for our exclusive online stuff. And then we have our whole Recoil TV and everything else over there for that very cool thank you so much for joining us and just this last reminder for everyone this is where we ask you to help support the show uh become a patreon you get cool stuff you get access to content that no one else has access to just patreon only content which is pretty great uh the gun funny snapchat is all part of that facebook page and you know what if you donate at a specific level we will say your name on the show every single week like Corbin Bonafide. You, wait, you said his name right? Yeah. <laughs> that's my job. You oh. just took my job. Wait, is that right? I don't, I don't even think that's his real name. I think this guy, I think he's ATF. 
He probably is. Whatever. <laughs> yeah. I mean, as long as he's paying the bills, I don't care. That's cool. All right, Corbin, bonafide. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Patreon.com slash gunfunny to uh, get and be a part of that. And look, you can find us here every week on the Firearms Radio Network, iTunes, and everywhere that fine podcasts are served. So, hey, we'll check you next week. Oh, and for those who are participating in Hanukkah, tomorrow's the first day of Hanukkah. Yay. Happy Hanukkah. <laughs> Baruch atah Adonai Eloheinu. Yes, Shania Lanin. <laughs> Want to send feedback? Suggest a place to prank call? Tell us about a company or anything else? Go to gunfunny.com forward slash contact.